My dad's always, you know, brought us up to think that way. You know, just jump in, make mistakes, and go for it. Yeah, I love it. Welcome to the Surface and Panel Podcast, your digital symposium. On today's episode, we have a conversation with Brady Lewis and Patrick Adams. This episode is sponsored by Uniboard. Uniboard, redefining wood. Well, welcome to another Surface and Panel Podcast. I am super excited to have the uh, founder of All Moxie here, Mr. Brady Lewis. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Patrick. I'm excited to be here with you today. Well, I'll, I'll tell you just, you know, right from go, I'm, I'm just going to dive right into it because, uh, sure. you know, one, one of my pet peeves are companies that proclaim to try to make things simple and then dealing with them is insanely complicated. So <laughs> when I was doing background, you know, in preparation for this, you know, obviously the first thing everybody does is they Google and they go to the, you know, the website and, you know, your, your whole proclamation is, you know, trying to make things smarter and easier and faster and smarter. And, and so I was just kind of holding my breath and biting my tongue in advance of like clicking on the website and just going, oh my God, this is going to be another super techie, complicated diatribe that goes on 8,000 pages, but I'm not going to be able to get the most basic information that I want, right? Because that's the norm, right? Yeah. And holy cow, your website just, I, I mean, right? If, if I'm interested in finding out who you are, what you do, how you do it, and how much it's going to cost me, Boom, it's right there. I love it. That's such good feedback, and I'm so glad to hear it. Yeah, no. So, so you know, I, I'm all about walking the walk, right? Like these days, everybody's so simple, so simple and just easy to get to. Yeah, yeah. And I, I've, even, I've asked my teenage daughter, okay, and she barely knows what I do for a living. <laughs> and I just asked her, like, get on here. Do you know what I do now? Do you know what this is? What are you missing, you know? Who's my customer? And she has to be able to tell me. And yeah, I love it. Yeah, that that's a that's a good case study. I've I've got a a three year old and a nine year old, and I've tried several times to describe, but both of them are convinced that yeah, like I'm a spy for the government, and I just do <laughs> super secret like 007 stuff. So that's okay. I, I actually, that. I yeah, I actually like that brand a little bit better than reality. So I, I think I'm just gonna keep it going. <laughs> That's awesome. So, uh, so, so tell me, um, so first, like, how, how'd you come, what's the company name? Like, what, what's that all about? All Moxie. So <laughs> it, it was largely based on what, uh, I, I wanted to be able to get the domain name. Okay. So I had to have a clean, I wanted a couple syllables. I wanted to be simple. I didn't care if people knew what it meant or not. And oh, yeah. so um, Mox, I, I just started, you know, going through the thesaurus and I thought, okay, what's our company about? Like, who are we? And so Moxie, I found, I found this word called Moxie and it's, yeah. it's kind of an older word, you know, they used to it use it like showbiz, like, right. And it's spelled with IE though. So Moxie, and I knew early on, like, cause you know, we came out with this in like what, 2008 and I knew we were ahead of our time like we were way too early uh, back then so i knew that people were going to see this and either get it or, or just not understand it at all so right. that's kind of what the word moxie encapsulates is like you get it you, you have that like x factor like either understand right. it or you don't right so early on that was more relevant than it is now and so and then yeah mox 
So I thought I thought putting a lie on it. You're all moxie. Yeah, and I liked I liked how a logo with a Y looked better than an IE, and it kind of <laughs> felt more masculine. <laughs> so we put the Y on. We put the all in front. Domain was available, and we were born. <laughs> no, I I dig it. That is a great story. It is a great honest story because you know I mean so many companies, right? Like I I mean it's it's funny when you read business books or you just been around a long time. You you have a lot of these conversations. You go, all right, tell me the truth. Like how'd you come up with the name Google? Like seriously, Google? Yeah. Like you know I, I mean and. And and there's a ton of those stories for every Google where now it's a household global name. There's a million other stories where somebody came up with a name and like they got as far as making business cards and it never went further, but it looked really cool on a business card. And, and you know, to be honest, uh, circa 2012, 2011, you know, when we were first starting out, I hated the name because anytime I would call, I'd say, this is, you know, Brady from All Moxie. And they would never, they'd all, all Mox, you know, and they would never repeat that. A-L-L-M-O-X. So I'm like, let's just come up with a name that's like more simple. You know, people don't, I don't have to spell it every time. Right. And, you know, I built a spreadsheet and we went through iterations of different names and nothing just felt right so we kept it and uh, i wouldn't i wouldn't change it now but you know now yeah 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 no i i love it i, I love it i mean it's a it's a uh, case in uh, trusting your gut and uh, and perseverance so yeah i mean so, so you've come a long way since the thesaurus um you know for anybody that's been living under a rock uh you know tell, tell us about your company and what you do yeah so um we built Okay, so I, I was, I grew up in a cabinet shop, a custom manufacturing plant. We, at the time, all we did was um, doors. So solid wood doors. So I grew up in that, sanding doors my whole life as a kid. Um, hated it. Just, I would sit and dream of how to automate things and fire myself. You know, that was always the the thing on my mind is how do I not have to do this for the rest of my life? Yeah. So, and that mentality stuck with me. You know, I, um, what'd your dad think about that? How many discussions you have with dad about, uh, trying to put yourself out of business? We fought constantly, you know, and because he, and rightly so he saw it as, well, he doesn't like this business and he's, you know, attacking what I'm trying to instilling him this work ethic, you know? Right. But in my mind, I was thinking, how can we work smarter? Yeah. How can we make more money? How can I help my dad, right? Right, not work as hard, but work smarter. Yeah, so we fought a lot. You you damn rebellious kids. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, can't you appreciate this opportunity that I'm letting you walk into, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, some of that is true. As a teenager, you you don't understand those things. Yeah, hundred percent. But then, you know, as an, as an adult, I, I saw the value. I, I saw, okay, this is a company that's got a lot of potential, you know, no, I don't want to sand doors my whole life, but there's, there's more here. So I did. And he started me at the very bottom. I mean, I, I literally started as an adult, the same job that I had as a kid sanding doors. Okay. And, and I'm grateful for that. Cause I, I had to learn everything all the way up. So right. I would just 
you know, see the next process over and I'd say, okay, how can I make that more efficient? Right. Do some things and move on. And, you know, and after a few years, you know, I had somewhat streamlined the shop and was in the office and starting to look at our systems in the office. And, you know, we were basically running our, our whole operation off an Excel sheet that a neighbor had coded. So I just went to work on that because that was the next, you know, weak link in the chain. Right. And uh, started coding Excel. What'd your, what'd your dad think about all this along the way, right? Because <laughs> here you are, you know, and, and, and you keep, you know, tinkering with things and screwing with things that, you know, I mean, have, have stood the test of time so far. Yeah. So as long as it was in the shop, it was acceptable, you know, because in my dad's eyes, as long as you're, you know, balls to the wall, working, sweating, right. Legitimate work. But as soon as covered in sawdust, it's all right. Yes. As soon as I went into the office and now I'm escape the sawdust and now I'm a cush office worker and I'm lazy and whatever else, you know, that was just, that was just instilled upon him. He grew up in a, farming community and you know you lead from the front and by example yeah so as soon as i went in the office even though that was where i needed to be you know it, we we had a lot of discussions you know get your ass out on the floor and get working you know right my dad i am working this is work yeah this is where the yeah. next work needs to happen you know right. so right. there are a lot of a lot of fights there but he, he did eventually see it little by little, you know? Yeah. I would make improvements and I'd say, okay, dad, now I just spent an mind. hour a day right. and he started to see it, you know? So it took him right. a while, but he got it. So you transitioned from Excel spreadsheets to something a little bit more dynamic. Yeah. So we went from Excel to, uh, what's it even called? I forget now. Oh, uh, Access, Microsoft Access. Wow. Very yeah. advanced. Yeah, <laughs> I, I took a little uh, community college class learning how to do access. Oh, my God. Yeah. And uh, went to that and then quickly saw, you know, that that wasn't I mean, that was better than what we had. Right. But, you know, then then I caught I caught cloud computing. I caught that vision soon after and saw that, OK, everything needs to be on the Web because everything's going to be there in the future. Right. So, um, and I didn't know how to, I didn't, I wasn't a developer back then. I, I knew access, I knew Excel, but I, I didn't have time to develop it. So we just found, we found a developer to start building the, what is the first, you know, version of all Moxie. Really? So, so you put your life in the hands of a kid that sits behind a computer all day. Yeah. Who, who, who said he could develop your vision. Yeah, and and I mean naively, I had no, I had never run a software company, which is what we were getting into. So, I, so, I mean, so I, did you get so did you get lucky, or did you learn the hard lessons that most people that go down that road are of? Wow, this guy really has no idea what I'm talking about, and it just cost me a lot of money. Both, both. So he got us enough of a product to where I could show my dad the value, and I could show our customers you know, a basic product. Right. And, and, and kind of the hunger was there to keep going, but right. also he took off to on, you know, this sabbatical in, he was in Prague and I mean, just backpacking across Europe 
couldn't get a hold of him. We had fires happening. It was right. a bad deal. <laughs> yeah. So I learned, I learned some early lessons there. Yeah. And 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 your dad's finger was shaking. Uh, you know, I told you. See, if this kid was back there covered in sawdust, you wouldn't have this <laughs> Exactly. Right. Yeah, so we, we did learn some hard lessons. And, I mean, that's that's just how we operate. We, we just jump into stuff and learn the hard way. Like that. So not, not afraid of making mistakes. No, no, we embrace mistakes. We try to fail fast. We try to hit our head on the cabinet first, you know. Because then right. you know, then you then you learn what you need to do to move forward. Right, right. Yeah, and we've just—I mean, my dad's always, you know, brought us up to to think that way. You know, just jump in, make mistakes, and go for it. Yeah, I love it. So, so now fast forward to today. You know, I mean, you know, where 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 do you stand? You know, I mean, brag about yourself a little bit. <laughs> that's that's impossible, but um. I, I am proud of our team and what we've built. Um, you know, today I, we, with COVID especially, you know, the timing has just finally, you know, we finally feel like we're hitting our stride. You know, yeah, we had a lot of years there where we were trying to educate the industry. I mean, and and that feels weird even saying, but you know, just trying to show people that hey, cloud is coming, you know, there's these new technologies where business is going to be operating like this in the future. Right. For years, it was just real slow growth. I mean, there were a few early adopters that saw it yeah. you know, and really jumped on it. Um, but, that, but it was a slow go, you know, and, well, and the, now, this industry as a whole, you know, I mean, I, I, I love this industry. We serve multiple industries, but I, I mean, building materials is, is my favorite. And and uh, I'm not just saying that because I'm talking to you, but, you know, one of the criticisms and but it's one of the things that I love most, you know, and, and we were talking offline a little bit before about, you know, our our wives dreams versus our dreams. And, you know, my wife's dream is to live a little bit closer to the grocery store and uh, rightly so, because she's got to go there quite a bit. And, you know, my dream is 10,000 acres in the middle of Wyoming. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, and and you know that's that's a good analogy for also why I love this industry is, you know, they they're the ten thousand acres in the middle of Wyoming guys, you know, I mean, yeah. and, and you know we still get a lot of information that's sent to us via fax. You know, I I still laugh every time I kind of type in somebody's email and it has a domain of AOL.com and I'm like, wow, they're still in business. Like, wow. You know, and all I hear in the background of my head is, you know, that little dialogue, sign the sign in tone, you know? And, uh, you know, but, but I love that about this industry, but it, you, you make a, a great point, you know, that sometimes there's just tipping point events yeah. that, that, you know, force, um, widespread change and adoption yeah. of new things. And, it is amazing that, you know, a couple of those guys that routinely sent over stuff and insisted on fax, send me my invoice via fax. It's like, oh, my God, I don't have a fax machine. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the other day I got a I got a, a just a random video call from him. I thought, he, oh, he must be butt dialing like FaceTime on his phone or something. And sure enough, he was he was calling me via FaceTime on his phone. It's just, 
this is the greatest thing. My grandchildren told me about this and now I see them every day. And it's like fantastic. And you know, I, my heart just swelled. Like I almost got teary, just like, man, this guy, it's like, he, he was so excited. Like he discovered a pot of gold in this technology that, you know, I, I've been kind of jabbing him every time. Like, dude, seriously, fax machine, you want me to send it via fax? Okay, I'll send it via fax again. But you know what? There's this thing called email. You're going to love it if you try to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, you know, so. and, and you're hitting on, um, we, don't, we don't talk about this as much as I'd like to, but you're hitting on something that, that all moxie is really built on and um that is and, and it's it's not just about all moxie i mean we could just talk about technology broadly and that is that when a technology exists they can free you up from having to do something mundane and something that just eats your time then you can use that time for things that matter so you know the the grandson example is a perfect example you know and, and for me, you know, when I was little, I'd watch my dad just stress would just eat him alive every morning. And he, he literally would go in the bathroom and throw up a lot of times before work. Yep. And so, so, so within me, it, it's like if you can use a technology to take care of those things, then you can free humans up to do things that only humans can do. You know, only humans can connect with each other like we do. Only humans can, you know, serve each other and build each other. And, and, and that's what really is, is what it has to all be about, you know? So for me, I get excited when I see people, I mean, yeah, I want them to sign up on all Moxie, obviously, but it's not, it's not about that. It's, it's about using a technology, whatever that technology is, mm. and then forward and, and take that, um, that momentum and and be a better human, be a better person, and move move humanity forward. That's what it's really about. Well, you know, you know what I love about this is, um, you know, is is two things. You know, I mean, number one, unlike a lot of technology companies, which you know is another pet peeve. I've got a lot of pet peeves about technology companies, to be honest with you. Uh, and I'm glad so far you're none of them. Um, otherwise, this this would have become a real viral podcast. Uh, but you know, you've been there, you know, you created this to solve a problem that you had. And, and a lot of the industry quite frankly has, you know, you, you weren't this, this guy, you know, in Northern California sitting there going, Oh, you know, I could totally exploit this industry. I bet they need this. No, I'm but they, they create it without any context of the real world on the ground problems that, our, you know, our, our clients and our audience and the industry actually deals with, like you grew up in the industry and, and you didn't want to be covered in sawdust your whole life. So, you know, you put yourself out of that job, which, you know, is, is, is a fantastic, you know, passionate drive. But the other thing that I love, you know, kind of takes me back to some advice that I got pretty early in my career, because, you know, I, I, I kind of, uh, I feel like I know your dad, even though I've never met him, you know, because I'm, I'm that guy, right? He, like, he is the, the perfect, like stereotypical woodworker owner business. I mean, I, he, well, but I love that, right? Because yeah, me too. that's the heartbeat of this country. I mean, yeah, it is. this country was founded and why it's so great today yep. is because of guys like your dad that Amen. just every day 
you know, woke up before the sun, you know, was was so anxious about the success of their business that they threw up and still put on their game face and rolled up their sleeves and worked until dark and came home dirty and exhausted every day and did the whole thing over and over and over again. And and I can totally relate to that for some reason. I'm not as smart as you of just going, you know what, there's probably a smarter way to do this. But I was given advice early in my career that said, you know, you know what you should do is is every year you should calculate what your hourly wage is. Look at what you made last year and break it down to what your hourly wage is. And then every minute of the day, ask yourself, is, is what I'm doing as a task worthy of this hourly wage? Right? And as you move up, especially ask yourself, is what I'm doing right? Because I have a propensity to be like your dad, right? To be back there covered with sawdust yeah. and at the end of the day, be just dead beat exhausted and and come home and feel like I earned my stripes because I paid it in sweat. Yeah. But if you really break it down as owner of the company, should he have been covered in sawdust? Well, yeah, you know, during that time in that era, probably. Yeah. And it's a diff, but today there's alternatives, right? And is that worthy of that hourly wage, or could I shuffle that off to can I delegate it, or can I find a technology solution that does it better, faster, more accurately, more cost effectively that frees me up to? Instead, I don't know, you know, maybe maybe go in a little bit later and have breakfast with my kids every day before they go to school. Yeah. And, you know, rather than throwing up in the toilet and going in at 4 a.m., right? And yeah. And how and valuable mean, is that over a lifetime? And it and it takes, you know, and that's not to say that you don't need to go through those periods because those periods are the periods that shape us, you know? Right. Had my dad not thrown up every morning before work, I don't know. I might be working at a gas station or something like, yeah. Amen. And, and so those, those things are the things that shape us and, and we should celebrate those. I think I totally given an opportunity, you know, I think it's important that we look at it and say, you know, yeah. And, and not only, not only my wage, you know, is, is my wage worthy of what I'm doing, but, but also I'll one up you, you know, is, is my, is it, how do, how do I describe that? That human capital, you know? Mm. Okay, yes, this this is worthy of X amount of dollars an hour, but what's more important than money is could I, with this time, if I can offload this, can I go in there and interview this employee that I know is struggling and change his life? You know, right. can I, like you said, you know, have breakfast with my kids and change their lives, you know? Right. And, and I, I think that's when things get exponentially more valuable is when you can get into the realm of human capital rather than just dollars, right? And you can start to like make a difference with, with humans. Yeah. And that's hard to get there, right? It's, it's, it's hard to find enough things like that. But once you do, you know, then you really start to see returns. Yeah. Even selfishly, right? This episode is sponsored by Uniboard. Uniboard, the North American leader in the design and manufacture of particle board, MDF, and decorative composite wood panels. 
Uniboard is renowned for having one of the most extensive product portfolios of engineered wood products in North America, ranging from deep embossed and synchronized TFL textures to ultralight MDF. Uniboard's products are sold to retailers, distributors, and finished goods manufacturers, which cater to the kitchen cabinet, furniture, office, home renovation, and construction industries. Uniboard. Redefining wood. So what are your what are your clients in like you know roughly how how many clients have have you have you helped now and because uh, that's that's really what you're in the business of doing right is problem solving yeah and, and you know giving people back you know parts of their business and life that you know were consumed probably with things that they really didn't enjoy doing all that much right right so right. So, so you co- took the dirty stuff and. Uh, you know, punched in a bunch of code stuff that I don't understand, and and now magically a computer does it. Yeah, so. and and convince them to you know pay us and and trade trade money for time, right? Um, yeah, and so that's that's really where I, uh, I mean that that's what gets me going in the morning is I get an email from a customer saying, hey, you know. I just bought a boat because of Almoxie, or I finally, I finally bought that property in Vermont, and here's my cabin, and now I get to work from there because of Almoxie, and right. you know, now me and my son, or you know, the guy that his his mother-in-law got cancer, and they were able to drop everything and and take care of her, you know, and work. But from still home. run the business. Yeah, yeah. So those are the things that that get me going, and. And again, it's not, this isn't, you know, a, an all moxie sales pitch. I mean, these technologies are found all over the place, you know? Yeah. And, you know, all moxie might be right for somebody, it might not, but look for, you know, I, the, the listeners, you know, look for those opportunities to seize the technology and to, you know, gain an efficiency mm. and then use that efficiency gain, not just for money, but, but for things that really matter, you know, your life. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what, you know, I mean, it's this this conversation is taking an interesting turn that I love, you know, but, you know, this 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 whole COVID thing, you know, that that we've been dealing with as a as a planet, you know, that's gone on, I'm sure, far longer than anybody expected and, yeah. and continues to be a challenge. Man, it's, you know, I mean, we're considered an essential business and, you know, we're not a massive team. I mean, but we're pretty good size and we're spread out a little bit. But, you know, I, I had invested in technology solutions a ways back more as as a contingency plan for myself. Right. So mm-hmm. if if I got hit by a bus, if, you know, the team, you know, whatever, half the team decided to quit, you know, whatever. Like, you know, do I have the ability to keep the business going? So, you know, we invested in all these technology solutions. And I can tell you, um, you know, it's it's gracious of you to say, you know, all Moxie isn't the one and only. And there's a lot of solutions out there. But the one thing I found through that process was, you know, there, there I, I will separate tech companies into two buckets that one are are the group that has all the answers right their their marketing their presentation their demos that you know they've got all the answers you couldn't possibly come up with something where they don't already have an answer to it yeah and then the other is a group of humans 
Yeah. And, and they're the guys that much like this conversation just go, I don't know, you know, like our stuff's pretty good. Our clients are pretty happy, but you know what? Every business is different. And, but I can tell you, our team is full of a bunch of super passionate, super smart dudes that just really get off on solving problems. So I promise you're going to have a problem we haven't thought of before, but I can give you my word. We'll solve it. Yeah. And, and, and we'll just figure it out. And I'll tell you what, every time I went with those guys, they never let me down. And so even in this tech world where, you know, I, I think the impression is we're turning over portions of our business to faith in computing. The reality is we're not. It's it's no different. It It's still we're putting our faith in other human beings and are those people that you feel like you can trust and that you can count on and that those are the people that are going to answer the phone or are they going to be on hiatus in Nepal backpacking? And you can't you're, get you're hitting on something huge and it's yeah that the code is just a manifestation of a bunch of people's way of thinking right yeah and, and i mean all moxie as a software is just a piece of how we think to do and how we solve certain you know a b and c problems yeah. but the reality is that you there yeah it's it's humans behind it and <laughs> it's funny you, you say that because just last night there were five or six of us um, of our team at dinner with a client. And I mean, even with our client at dinner, you know, we're sitting there arguing in front of our client with each other about issues in the code and how to solve things. And, and I look over and I'm like, you probably didn't expect to be involved in such a vulnerable conversation, but I'm like, you're one of the family, you know, you're, yeah. you're a big client and you're one of us. I mean, you're, you're yeah. at the table with us, you know? Now we're we're the exact same way, and and I'll tell you, you know, it's uh, I I think you know the thing that you've hit on that I hope you know the audience walks away with, right? That you know this isn't an all moxie infomercial, and and it's not intended to be, and or or anything, and and it's not even a, a technology infomercial saying, hey, you should run right out and explore ways to automate your business, you know. I, I can tell you, I, I am a, a super type A control freak, like to the point of almost being OCD about certain things. And and much like your dad, like, you know, I, I just feel like if I don't have my hands on this portion of the process, something's going to go wrong. Yeah. And, and so we had kids late in life. Like I said, I've got a three-year-old and a nine-year-old, um, you know, which is a, a whole nother chapter of a dozen <laughs> podcasts, I, I, I would guess, but you know, COVID, when we took, we as a company took eight weeks off. Well, not off, but we went virtual. I, yeah. I, I just called an audible on a Friday, not because we had to or because anybody was sick, but it was just like, you know what, like, let's test drive all this technology and see how it goes. Yeah. And it was during a time where, you know, of the year and with COVID and everything. So I called an audible, said, uh, hey, um, this was on a Thursday, Friday morning. You guys are come in eight o'clock and by nine 30 you're all back at home working and everybody's like what the you know what the hell yeah and, and by 10 o'clock we had a virtual conference call company-wide and we were up running so for the next eight weeks we're 100 percent virtual and uh i can tell you you know i was i was blown away number one we we have never been so productive and so efficient 
and and connected actually we we communicate more when we were remote than we do when we're just in the same office right um and and so that was surprising the other surprising thing unfortunately was um i i put it out to a very public vote of who wants to come back to the office and even the like over half our team is what i'd call millennials Mm -hmm. and uh and everybody voted to come back so yeah and it blew me away but you know that that's a whole aside a whole separate conversation but the thing that i learned the most which blew me away and remember super type a super competitive i wake up every morning naturally at 4 a.m like i can't sleep in i'm just not right but what what i've never been so at peace and just calm and and i was i was truly for that eight week period the best father and the best husband and the best individual i i didn't even know i was capable of these things i was so passionate i i uh, patient and uh and and just at peace and it was amazing right like and, and yeah and and i think it was because i was only dealing with the things that I had to deal with, right? And and that was and and then I had all this other time to think about the business as a whole, not yeah. what was on fire on my desk at a moment or yeah. which employee was coming in with a problem at the given time. Cause everybody I think was more deliberate with what they brought yeah. in the virtual world versus how easy is it to just walk next door and go, hey boss, you know, what do you think about this? You're just you're lost in the minutia and you're just when you're when you're working from home and you're, you know, you're lo- literally locked down and you're looking around and you're saying, what is this all for? You know, yeah. this business is for this family, you know? Yeah, it but, is but it, it's yeah, like we, we uh, I think, you know, men do this. even Well, men, women do it, too, in a different way. But it's almost like this martyrdom complex. Yeah. That, you exactly. know what? Like, if I die from working myself to death in the back covered in salt, that's an honorable death, right? Yeah. Like, and and meanwhile, even if it happened twenty five years early, and I leave my children fatherless, still, like, they have the example that daddy worked himself to death, and yeah. I think that's just somehow ingrained in men, yeah. and and it's hard for us to accept that. Our family actually wants us around. Yeah. And and so, you know, what what I'm happy this podcast turned out to be is is my message, which I think is your message, because they can use um, you know, all Moxie to do that is, you know, go out and buy parts of your life back. And and there isn't a cost there because you know, things like all Moxie, as well as the technology platforms that we now use to run our company, they've made us better. They've made us faster. They've made us more profitable. They've made us smarter. They've given us the time to think about, hey, what next? How can we grow our business in a new way? How can we stay ahead of trends and demands and challenges? And then importantly, be deliberate about where you reallocate those efficiencies yes you know because it's easy just to put it toward the bottom line i mean you could fire employees now that you don't need them all that kind of thing 
and just go to the bottom line. But, you know, think about, think about, you know, the, the themes of this conversation. I think there are more powerful ways to reallocate that human yeah. capital. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree with you. I love it. Um, so, so listen, Brady, we, uh, I, I had a blast talking to you. We wrap up every yeah. podcast with, uh, asking everybody the same two questions. So first question is what is your favorite thing about what's kept you in this industry? This sawdust industry that as a kid you hated that felt like torture, you're still in it. So what, what is it you love most about this industry? Oh, that's a good question. I, I think there's so much room for growth. You know, I, there's so much room for impact. I look around and see that I can make a difference here. And so I want to, that, that keeps me here. You know, I, early on, especially after our first trade show, we, we went to our first trade show and everyone that came in the booth said, why are you, why are you doing this for woodworking? Like you could make a lot more money in, in this a bigger industry. Yeah. yeah, and and to be honest, we listened to him, and for a couple of years after that, we we chased a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. You know, we do still have some legacy customers that are from different industries, but when it comes down to it, I mean, this is where we started, and there's so much growth here. There's so much impact, right. and we feel a part of as weird as it sounds, kind of cliche or whatever. But there's a, there's a family here. I mean, you go to IWF. You see everyone, you know, you know everyone, and and there's there's kind of this uh, family going on, and and we we feel part of it. We yeah. want to continue to be part of it. I I love it. So so the second thing is uh, so so the whole world is uh, is going to listen to this, of course, right? Millions of people, I'm sure, <laughs> and uh, but but certainly the whole industry, and you know we're we're blessed to have a lot of publications that you know, I've been kind of, you know, referred to as the industry Bible and, and surface and panel certainly is one of those. And so, uh, so as everybody's listening, you know, and, and this is an interesting time and, and it, you know, it seems like, uh, there, there, you know, we're on a, a running list of interesting times and I'm sure when this chapter ends, there's going to be another interesting chapter that follows it. So at the yeah, I mean, top 2020 i mean yeah yeah right it, it let's hope let's hope let's hope, <laughs> that, you know, let's hope the dust settles for a little while after this yeah. one but um you know that's the beautiful thing also about digital is these things last forever and and you know so so in the context of these times um you know kind of a time capsule what it, what is your message to the industry right now from from the heart have hope. I mean, we live in a time that's better than I mean, it, it's easy to turn on the news. It's easy to get discouraged. It's easy to look around and see all the political uprisings and and feel disconnected from each other. Right. It's there's so many voices telling us that we should separate ourselves politically, racially, you know, uh, class wise. And that's just not the case. We're living in a in an amazing time of life where amazing technologies exist. I mean, things have never been so prosperous despite how they are, uh, how hard it may seem out there. Just have hope and, and look around and, and, you know, 
take note of, of and have gratitude for those things that we do have. There's a lot of opportunity out there. Anytime that there's uncertainty, there's opportunity. So go, go find that and have hope. Man, what an exceptional message. Brady Lewis, founder of All Moxie. I can't begin to tell you how much I've enjoyed the time with you. Been fun, Patrick. All right, we will talk again. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thanks for listening. This podcast was created by Surface and Panel, uniting materials, technology, and design. See you again soon.